Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Distinguished Agent Summit series. If you guys didn't know and you're just joining us, um, I'm opening up my private coaching event finally to the public. We're selling tickets. I, I'll drop it here in the links, briancasella.com. Uh, I believe it's in the description already, whether you're on Facebook or YouTube uh, watching this, check it out. If you can't come in person, you can get a virtual ticket. Everybody will get a live uh, recording of the event and we'll be streaming it live as well. Obviously, I recommend you come in person because you can meet our community. I believe we have over, as of right now, 120 to 130 confirmed and that number keeps going up. So I look forward to seeing everybody. We're going to interview another uh, special guest today, right? Uh, old friend of mine, absolute powerhouse of a person and an agent. And I wanted to, again, bring him on and some of these other speakers so you guys can can start to see not only the quality of people that we have at the event, but the quality of people that I associate with, right? I don't bring people on the show or associate with people who aren't what I believe to be good representations of what I would want, I would want as a friend, but also as a business person and people who just exhibit overall what I coin as, I don't know if this is a real word, uh, re real word, right? Tongue twister, real word or not badassness i don't know if that's a real real word right i can't even fucking say it real word real word there we go badassness right um so I, i've been real excited doing these interviews and bringing people on of course you guys are hearing that they're they're moving and shaking and doing their own thing my guest uh today is doing a lot of things he's out in arizona and he'll be telling you guys more about it right so if you haven't if you haven't gotten your tickets again briancasella.com that's my original website go grab them but without further ado, let's bring on our esteemed guest, Scott from Scottsdale. What's up, my dude? What's up, man? How you doing? Bro, uh, I don't know why, man. Every time I, I even mention your name, dude, I, I get a big smile on my face. Why is that? Because <laughs> we had so much fun. <laughs> dude, so uh, just to give you guys a quick story before I pass it over to Scott to introduce himself. I met Scott at my very first uh, Mike Ferry retreat in Vegas. 2013. I think um, I went to that retreat just prior to getting licensed officially in California. I think it was August of 2013. And immediately his name stands out, Scott from Scottsdale. So I, I forget how, maybe he remembers, but we got thrown into the mix. We had lunch together and immediately I gravitated towards the guy. Everybody had good things to say about him. You know, I, if you guys remember and you've been an OG follower, I mentioned that at that first event, I really wanted to you know, rub shoulders with and meet some agents who are already in the business for a while, had skills and were good. And he was one of the first people I connected with among other people who ended up becoming role play partners and friends who really just took my game to another level, man. So thanks for coming on, Scott. I appreciate you, bro. If Absolutely. you want to give a quick, uh, quick intro about you and yourself, then we'll roll into the, the meat and bones yeah. of the podcast. Uh, yeah, my name is Scott Barlow. I'm an agent out here in Scottsdale, Arizona. I've been licensed for 20 years. Uh, I got into Mike Ferry coaching and uh, cold calling for snowby owners and all that. My first six months in the business, uh, that changed my whole life. I wouldn't have been in real estate much longer if I would have learned to do that. Um, sold a house the, my first week in the business through a classified ad in the newspaper, which tells you how old I am. And then uh, I sold the house to one of my best friends. So I sold like two houses my first week. I didn't sell anything for six months. I thought it was going to be easy in my first two weeks, but I ran out of the classified ad didn't make much money. It was like 400 bucks from the ad and my commission was like 500. And then the, um, my best friend bought a house, but I ran out of best friends. So I was like, man, I got to do something to learn how to actually make money in this business. So I ended up joining Mike Ferry coaching. That's where I met Brian. 
later. And uh, we, we started going to Kevin Ward coaching a lot too. So I hung out with you a lot there. And uh, yeah, it's been awesome. What led to you um, finding out about Mike Ferry and all that? Was it just like just by chance or what was it? My broker at the time that hired me, it was a company out here called West USA Realty. And he was a big believer in Mike Ferry. So he had, he had handed us a scripts and said, oh yeah, just call these FISBOs and just ask these questions on this sheet. And I did that, but I didn't know what I was doing. I kept saying, uh, er, um, and they, they wouldn't let me follow the script and I'd get hung up on it. I basically got my ass handed to me. So it didn't work right away. And I'm like, no, this doesn't work. And then luckily I did, I went to a Mike Ferry event and learned, I think it was the productivity school. You learn like upswings and downswings and actually how to do the scripts. And I'm like, oh, yeah. if I do it like this, this might actually work. And it did. <laughs> you know, one thing I admire about you, man, is, you know, you just really stick to some core simple principles. You know, you hit the phones, you do FISBOs and, you know, you get the results. I remember... I know you remember this uh, meeting you and and I'm like, man, Scott's doing well. But I, I remember at some point, I think I looked at you and said something like, Scott, you should be doing like fucking 80, 100 deals, bro. What the fuck are you doing? Because <laughs> right. I was a guy who was making money, like making sales. Like I think at the time you're doing like 30, 40 deals. I was like, bro, stop fucking around. Like you should be doing minimum twice that with your skill. Like stop fucking around. Stop going to the fucking, you know, the bar or wherever you're going and get on the fucking <laughs> phone. And then I remember... And then I'll pass it to him so we can get his commentary. And I think within six months or a year, bro, like you doubled or tripled your production and you really fucking put it into gear. So I know I, I can't did. be the only person who fucking told you that, bro. Like, come on. I did. I did. I did. But um, I never got up to like 100 deals or anything like that. That was never really my goal. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to I, I wanted to be able to live a great life. And mm -hmm. what I realized is once I once I started doing that many deals, it caused a lot of stress. But I, I just wanted to just get to a certain level and you start to hit off a certain level when you got it. I mean, it, it's not a very fun life. Everybody says grind, 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 but it yeah. sucks to grind, grind. Works six and a half days a week and 12 hour days. Like I didn't like that. So what I what, what really gave me more happiness is I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be the best of the best. I'm going to be like a freaking Jedi on the phones. So that I have like, I, I want to be able to like basically get a listing from everybody that I call. So when I work, it's like a hundred percent efficiency. So that's what I did is I just role played and wanted to get to the best levels. The time that I was putting in, I was getting the absolute most out of it. Yeah. So that's what I really wanted to do. And so now I feel like, yeah, if I call like three FISBOs, I'm getting at least one appointment. And I'm, and I'm going to get that listing from that appointment. So, I mean, that's what I wanted to do. Everybody says, oh, I make 100, 100, 100 contacts a day and I make, you know, tens of thousands of contacts a year. Dude, that life sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> Love it, man. So two things, right? One, yeah. I, I believe, and, and I don't know if it's changed, I believe that to be kind of the bottleneck of that system that we were learning with Mike Ferry is they don't really teach you how to leverage and be stress-free when you're doing 40, 50, 60 plus transactions, right? Yeah. Which kind of led me to go the path that I went on after a couple of years. But, um, you know, more importantly for you, you know, you start cranking and doing your thing. What, well, first I'll ask this, were you doing a lot of stuff before you really niched down on the cold call and the FISBOs? Like, were you doing the doors and the open houses too? Or was it always just cold calls? I tried the open houses. I didn't have a lot of success and I, it sucked. I give up my weekend. My friends were like, Hey, come on the boat with us. You know, we, or, you know, we got tickets to the game or whatever. And I'd be like, no, sorry, I've got an open house. Yeah. 
and I'd give all that up and I'd do an open house and either nobody would come or I wouldn't get anything from it. Right. And that's what I hate about open house. You can't control your outcome with that. Yeah. Right. What really led you to say, hey, I'm going to be the FISBO master? Because it's been a while now that you've really just been like a FISBO just slayer. Like if there's like old, like we we, we talk like Perseus, right? Which is like the, the son of Zeus <laughs> who would slay dragons. I was like, yo, if there's a parallel to a FISBO slayer, it would be uh, Scott for sure. Yeah. Um, I just started doing it, man. And and they give you all these different people to call, right? You can, you can do just listen to sold calls, which are basically strangers. You mm -hmm. can do expires, which I... I did a lot of expires, but one thing I didn't like about expires was the data was never really that great. And you know, it was, it was a lot of calls just to know if you're talking to the right decision maker, the seller, yeah. right? With right. FISBOs, they literally like put an ad out on Zillow or Craigslist or wherever you find them. And it's literally their cell phone number. I mean, I had sales jobs before where I was selling like IT and computer training. You had to call and get a hold of like the VP of, of uh, IT. Or the VP of HR because they were the decision makers and they had secretaries and the voicemails. You couldn't even get to the actual person. Yeah. And once I realized, oh, in this sales business, there's like literally people that just like put their cell phone number in an ad <laughs> and, it, and they're going to answer it because they think that you might be a buyer for what they're selling. So that's why I love Fizbo's is because dial to pickup rate, dial to contact rate was so much better. Yeah, dude, I remember that too. It's like every time I call, even if they answer or not, I know this is a legit number. It's not some like voice recording or, you know, I don't have to go through a gatekeeper, you know, unless maybe they they designated their son to be like the mm -hmm. gatekeeper, right? Um, right? So now, like, because I, I know out of all the things I suggest, Fizbo's and Expired seem to be the most resistant uh, type of lead source that I get from people in regards to them not wanting to do it. They're like, well, Fizbo's are assholes, right? So um, you know, if we can unpack that a little bit, is there yeah. like any go-to things that you do to make it past that initial resistance? Cause I don't know about your market, but I'm assuming in most markets, most FISBOs aren't really excited to hear from another agent, especially if you're the fourth or fifth to call. It's all mindset, right? So, yeah. uh, back when we were in Mike Ferry, they do this exercise in there and they say, what do you think for sale by owners think of agents? Right. And they make this list and it's like, oh, they're sleazy. They're overpaid. They're like money hungry, you know, they're like used car salesmen and all this, right? And that's what Fizzles think of the agent, right? And then it's like, what do the agents think of the for sale by owners? Oh, they're cheap, they're mad, they like know it all, they think they can do it all their own. So you have these people with all these like diametrically opposite mindsets, right? And what kind of success do you think you're going to have when you go into it like that? My mindset is, oh my God, these people need my help. If they do not end up working with me, they're going to end up with a, either a shitty agent who can't yeah. do as good of a job as I can, or they're going to end up doing it on their own, which could be even worse. They're going to sell it for way less than I could have got them. And they're, you know, the deal's going to fall out of escrow, you know, and, and I try to go into it with a heart. I, I ask them open-ended ended questions about what their motivation is, and then their motivation becomes my fucking mission. Right. Yeah. And if they tell me they're going to go move to be with their grandkids, then that, then I'm like, oh, gee, okay, now I got to, I got to help them do this. Right. So, yeah. and like, if I don't do this, they're going to like be flying back and forth and miss the birth of the grandkid, the grandkids first steps or whatever. And I'm like, dude, I can help this. I can help make this happen and put more money in their pocket, even more than they would have made if they sold it, sold it on their own, even after they made it, after they paid a commission. 
And once you go into the, with that mindset where you're like, I got to help these people, that totally changed it for me. I'm Mr. Amiable. Like I got to help people, like, yeah. you know, but once, once you go into it with that mindset, it's like, it's, it's my duty to do this. And what if I don't, all these people are going to be like hurting if I don't call them. Once it's like yeah. that, then it's way easier to pick up the phone and call. I love that, man. Um, was that difficult for you at any point where maybe really you needed the commission? You're like, oh man, I really need this deal to go through. Is that mindset shift a little more challenging or is it still pretty it easy for you yeah, to It's totally play? challenging. Yeah, I've had those days. Like back in 08 when the market yeah. was tanking, like, yeah, my car got towed while we were in an office meeting at my broker. My car got towed from the brokerage meeting everything was going so bad and i was i like had a million dollar sale and i was like waiting to close and literally my car is being jacked up on the back of the truck and it's honking because the alarm's going off like who's accurate as that and i'm like oh shit like got my head down (laughs) so i've been through those lows in the market so yeah it's not all easy and sometimes you can do everything right and the market's not right so now it's the game of getting it priced right so that it will sell uh or will sell um I remember back in 08, I was like, I'm going to just prospect my way out of this. Like Mike Ferry was saying, short sales should be called long sales because they take forever. So don't do short sales. Mm-hmm. He's like, don't do foreclosures because the banks are going to make you take way less commission. And it's, it, you know, you should only work for 6% and all this. So I, you know, I went into it with that mindset. So I'm like, okay, screw it. I'm just going to prospect and, and take a bunch of listings. And I'll prospect my way out of it. And I did. And I took 14 listings in a month. But I was used to working in a market that was going straight up. I didn't get them priced right. None of them were yeah. priced right, so none of them sold. The market was going down so quickly, Damn. I couldn't keep up with the market with the way I was pricing them. So now I see a little bit of this market going again. I'm like, okay, now I got, not only do I know how to do this, but I know how to tell others how to do this. And so now it's like a double opportunity, not only for myself, but mm. to help others, you know, guide them through what I went through and hopefully they won't make the same mistake. So, dude, when you made that decision, you took 14 mm-hmm. listings in 30 days? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. insane, bro. Because, yeah. you know, from the outside, it's like, okay, we're, we're entering like one of the worst crashes ever. Oh, prospecting's not going to work. No one's going to want to buy or sell. And you take 14 listings in 30 days. Yeah. You'll be surprised. I mean, when, when the entire financial market changes like it did in 08 and like I believe it's changing now people get really freaking motivated and and yeah. it used to be you know it i used to just list any house right because you could list any house and within one or two weekends on the mls you'd have multiple offers over asking everything was going to be easy mm. but now you really need to truly look for motivation and who will price it right and get it sold because mm. if you take if you take any old listing now at least in my market it's not going to sell yeah. it's it's starting to be like catching up with the prices coming down yeah. It used to be you could take the active listings that were on the market, add like 10 grand or, or even I could even add like five or 6% commission on top of whatever they're asking. It would still sell in yeah. one or two weekends on the MLS, not anymore. Right. And so a lot of people get scared of that, but I'm like, oh, wait, now, now this, all this stuff is needed, right? It, it's mm-hmm. like my calling's back again. This is actually going to matter again. <laughs> Right, man. Because, you know, that, that's what I've been telling people. Now you're actually going to have to have a presentation and a tough conversation mm-hmm. with somebody about pricing their home properly, where before, whatever their demand was, you're like, fuck it. I can probably sell it. The market's going up. People are At overpaying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Not a problem. So um, 
you know, aside, uh, let's say we're, we're going to talk with somebody, give them advice, like aside from just really doubling down on their skills, is there anything you recommend now that the market's turning for people to really focus on and, and do in order to have more success? I'd say it's all about motivation now, right? Hmm. You need to ask open-ended questions to people and actually listen and see who's motivated and who's not. And, um, you know, we'll get into more detail on this later, I'm sure when I'm out there, but you can't just you can't just take any old listing now. It's all about their motivation. And if somebody's if you if you're talking to somebody, they're like, well, if it sells, you know, for a hundred grand more than it's worth, then I'll move and I'll just rent in the area. But I don't really know when or where or why. I'll just find a place when I need it. Like that's yeah. not motivation. You need like, you know, somebody's been born, somebody's dying, a job transfer, like a big financial event, something like that. And then yeah, that's that's what matters. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is the the classic thing we were taught. You want to focus more on people that need to sell versus want to sell or people that are riding the wave of the market that, well, Absolutely. if it doesn't sell, I don't care. Right. Those those are not going to sell. Yeah. And six months ago, even three months ago, you could have listed those. You would have multiple offers in the first weekend on the market. And they, they would have been talked into selling because they were like, well, let's list it at this price. And they, you, had list, you had offers even more. And they're yep. like, well, shit. Yeah, I'll sell. I wasn't going to sell for 500 but for 580 yeah <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But now it's the other way now you're like well dude it's gonna be like 425 but if yeah. you have to sell then yeah right i agree man so i know um off camera before we went live you talked about something you're gonna start up over there because i know we have people like tuning in from all over mm -hmm. um is this something you can give some details on but is this something you're gonna do online too or only in person over there in uh, scottsdale It'll be online and in person here. So in Old Town Scottsdale, we're going to do a weekly one-hour session. It's going to be half of it's going to be masterminding, role-playing, objections, and then we're going to do live calls for the second half. It'll be an hour long, 30 minutes of mastermind and role-play, and then the last 30 minutes will be live calls. It'll be for sale by owners, expireds, um, you name it, and we're going to be actually using, and in the second half, we're going to be actually using what we talked about in the first 30 minutes. So I'm excited about it. Um, we're going to do it here in Old Town Scottsdale. Uh, we did a first mini session here at uh, my buddy's office, and then we're going to start uh, next week. I'll be in Vegas for my, the EXP Con for our brokerage, and then um, when I get back, we're going to start it up again every Thursday. And so I can get details for that, and uh, we'll have a link for it and everything. If you want to listen live, if you're not in the Arizona area, you can listen live, um, and then you can attend in person, please, if you're within you know half hour, hour of Scottsdale. Attend in Hell person. yeah. Should they reach out to you on Facebook or what medium should they reach out uh, to Yeah, you? Facebook is probably best. Facebook Messenger. Um, you can find me, scottfromscottstill.com is my website. If you want to send me a message on there cool. as well. Um, yeah, those are the two best ways. Cool, man. Dude, I'm um, I'm excited to see you. I haven't seen you since you spoke yeah. at the, the, In Miami. the first <laughs> of three Miami events. Huh? That's yeah. like two years ago now, maybe even more. Kind of covid back then. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Fucking insane, bro. So. Yeah, I'm excited to see you, bro. You know, Scott, like really I said, going to be one of the speakers at the event. Uh, always great to catch up with them. Solid dude, has great skills and somebody you want to be around, right? And, and that's the cool thing about these types of events is we, we attract good people, good students, good teachers, and that's what you want, man. So appreciate you coming on, my friend. Uh, I'm excited Absolutely. to see you, bro. And it's going to be uh, it's going to be dope. Have you ever been to South Carolina or no? Uh, no, never been. It's on my bucket list. So looking forward to it. Hell yeah. All right, my dude. Appreciate you coming on. All right. Talk to you later. See you.
All right, y'all, you heard it. Another interview with another badass. Um, if you guys are interested in uh, the event, BrianCasella.com, you can find it in the description. I'm going to repost it here after uh, we're done with this live as well. I look forward to seeing all of you. You'll get a recording. We'll be streaming it live if you can only do virtual, right? But if you can come in person, that'd be great. We're going to have a VIP dinner. It's going to be off the hinges, all right? Appreciate you guys. We'll see you on the next one. Peace.